0: Hey everyone! Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host Jared Taylor. Joining me today is Tom Stanis, the co-founder and CEO at Story Health. Tom, how are you today?
1: Thanks for having me, Jared. Nice to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you. It's good to see you again. You and I met at Health, great conference. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of networking, a lot of content. So it was yes. it was great that we were able to, to carve some time out to talk.
1: Great to see everybody in person again. I really got energized coming out of there.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, part of us connecting at Health was we're like, hey, we need to do this podcast now that we did a little snippet, right? So, yeah, would love if you could tell the audience a little bit about your background, and then we'll talk more about Story Health.
1: Sure. Uh, my name again, Tom Stannis. I'm an engineer by background. I'm not a clinician, so I come to the world of healthcare as a novice, learning all the stuff myself. But it really began 10 to 15 years ago when uh, I kind of had my own healthcare issues that made me. Realize I've been working at Google uh, as a principal engineer on the ads and payment systems there. And when you get confronted with your own healthcare issues, you realize maybe I spent my career helping people click on ads and buy apps. So I decided to use my powers for good and try and help with um, giving people great experiences in healthcare and uh, really refining the, the process. So uh, I came back to Google and was one of the co founders at Verily, the big uh, healthcare division at Google. I ran all The software projects there, everything from uh, machine learning for detecting uh, diabetic one when the leading causes of blindness from pictures of retinas to OnDuo, which was my baby at Verily, which is a big uh, diabetes program that's still going strong today. Through all of that, I realized that there's this ma- massive gap between all the great science we were doing at Verily, uh, new, uh, new technologies, and what was actually happening in clinical care. It was, you know, the road is 20, 30 years long, and in many cases, we still don't use the best science available in clinical care. So, I really fell in love with the problem of care delivery, and I, I started Story Health really to try and address that problem. How do we bring bridge that gap and bring the the, the latest science to all the patients that need it, and deal with all these access and uh, and availability issues that get in the way.
0: Really interesting, and uh, it's been really cool seeing people from uh, uh, you know from from Google's Google's health division, right? start to, to, to branch out and start their own companies. Mm -hmm. Um, what can you share about like, what, like not just the, like the educational opportunity, but the opportunity that Google, you know, Google's healthcare initiatives provide for those that either, you know, stay or decide to leave that help you in your, in your latest venture.
1: Yeah. I think for, for a lot of us coming from the, from the clinic, from the tech world, like we have. like I said, we're novices when it comes to healthcare. We need to, in many ways, we come in with a very maverick approach to things, which, as we've seen several times, like can be tone deaf to the industry. So uh, having the time at Google and being able to work with actually world class clinicians that come in there, people like Jess Mega and Vivian Lee and Andy Conrad, like that really was a great place for me to to build up my understanding of how the industry works and what it means to build a clinical product that is truly validated, that uh, has evidence behind it because uh, it's very easy to build things that theoretically work, to, but to build things that actually work in, in, in healthcare, when so much is on the line, uh, is is another story.
0: Yeah, let's let's talk more about that, Tom. There's been so much investment into digital health over the years, especially the last two to three years, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And and something we we often don't discuss enough about is we we talk about all, how much money all these companies have raised and we talk about the unicorns right in the space but mm-hmm. can we talk a little bit about like what's actually happening so let's let's dive into the role of clinical evidence in digital health like why why is that so important and you know what are you seeing and what are some of the things that you're doing at story health to to address that piece
1: yeah it's a it's it's an important point because if you look at a lot of the digital health interventions that have come out in the last 5 years or so uh, do many of them work? We don't really know, honestly. Uh, we think they do. They they seem like they should work. And the people that, uh, take, that use them tend to have good experiences. But we need to actually cho- prove that against uh, a control of some sort, because there's problems where people that get involved with digital health today tend to be people that are really engaged with their health already. So are you really making a difference or are you just feeding to the top 1% of people that really care about their healthcare already? So that's been a really important uh, part of the, the puzzle for me to figure out is how do, how do we prove it? And, you know, medicine's had a long history of this. We've seen, uh, you know, drugs and procedures come along and many of them worked and many of them haven't. In fact, there's great stories about uh, theories that we had about medicine, about ideas that it could work and then when we actually prove them out over a significant population, they tend to have no effect or maybe they have reversal effects. So lots of great stories about that. Uh, one of the, my favorites is about um, HDL. So HDL is a kind of good kind of cholesterol we like to talk about. Uh, and everyone's like, well, we should build a drug that raises your HDL and that will make everybody have better heart uh, outcomes. So a, a great drug was developed, it was tested. And it turns out that just raising the HDL had no effect on true outcomes for patients it is actually a marker of something else that we're, that, is, uh, uh, that is related, but not the cause of actually better outcomes. So that's something that I think is really important with a lot of these things is we need to figure out how do we test that? So uh, that means doing real clinical trials with real controls and real randomization, something you haven't heard about in digital health, right? And that's expensive and time consuming. And something that is important for me when we started Story health that we actually get involved with early on uh, so we've been doing that already with our partnership with with Duke, where we've actually been have a, a randomized controlled trial that's enrolling right now. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I, it is important also to look for earlier signs of evidence that are that are that are also pointing you in the right direction, and we've done that. I'm really proud that we've actually already published some data uh, at HFSA with our partners at Christiana back a few months ago. Uh, so uh, starting with evidence, I think it's been a key thing that digital health needs to grow up into.
0: Why do you think that's that's been the case though for so long that you just said that digital health has to kind of grow up into, right? Why has that been such an issue for so long?
1: Yeah, so it's, first of all, it takes a lot of time. And one of the nice, one of the things about digital health is that we've, we've seen this need for solutions that's like, we need it yesterday, right? So uh, that's the hard part is like, can you take the time to do it? Uh, the second thing I think is that in many cases, there's a big crossover between digital health and health IT. So the question is, like, when you install a new web browser, do you need a randomized control trial to tell whether that works? No, that's, that's clearly overkill, right? So uh, a lot of the work that we did in IT was very much focused on uh, just moving data, understanding, you know, getting the data in the right place. That's a place where, you know, clinical outcomes are probably way over the line. Uh, so there, there there's a blend here. And I think that's the reason that it's been taking a long time to get there. But frankly, like digital therapeutics is the new area of digital health. And that's, that's what, why shouldn't we just test things that are going to have changes in your, all your, your healthcare outcomes, the same way we test medicines and devices as well.
0: When, when I was, you know, continuing to learn more about story health and you, and I was on your website. And, you know, first thing I see is your tagline, continuous mm-hmm. care beyond the uh, specialist clinic. Can we talk about why that ended up being, you know, the tagline, the focus, and what that means, you know, to you and Story Health moving forward?
1: Yeah. So at Story Health, one of our, I, I mentioned our, our missions is really to bring the best care to every patient. And if you look at why that doesn't happen, uh, why is it the patients actually are undertreated chronically? All over the place. A lot of it's because of this clinic-based nature of care that we see, where you know clinicians, especially specialists, are in such short supply uh, that they only see patients at visits, and those visits can't happen very frequently. Typically, you know, a three-month waiting time to see a cardiologist. Maybe you'll get an appointment every three to six months, uh, and that's just not enough time in order to see and be able to treat somebody who has a significant. Uh, illness that's really causing problems. Uh, so as a specialist, it's really hard to treat patients in that in that manner. You you might see a patient one day, they're feeling fine, and then they end up getting admitted to the ED, going through uh, a hospitalization, coming home, struggling to get on the right drugs, maybe be re all the time before you actually see them for the next visit, right? Um, so there's a, there's a need for a different model. Uh, and that's where we came up with the idea of care beyond the clinic. Uh, how do you actually help patients with their disease and their condition every day of the year, right? Uh, It's not like heart disease uh, takes time off between visits. So like it's always there with you every day and we need to treat it that way. Uh, And of course the current tools that we have for the specialists don't allow them to do that. They would just be overwhelmed with data if they try to look at patients every day. So we need a platform that, that enables them to really see how patients are doing in a quick view, but also, only be have to take action when something really important has come to come to light right you don't want to all of us would love to have a a world-class specialist watch us every day if we had a disease but that's not practical we need a way to engage them exactly at the right moment when they're needed
0: and and tom before before we let you go here i'd love to hear what's next for story health what's getting you excited as we we head into 2023 and beyond
1: uh so there's two different things I'd think like to talk about. One is on the business side, uh, is you're starting to see more and more there are business models emerging that allow us to really focus on this kind of care, right? So more and more primary care physicians and other physicians that typically have been involved in care delivery are now actually thinking about the total outcomes and actually, in many ways, taking on financial risk with, with these patients. And I that's exciting to me because uh, this kind of payer-provider divide that we've had for so long has caused like all sorts of weird incentives. Uh, you've seen people either do too many things to patients or uh, only do things that they actually are are incentivized to do, and and, and missing out on other things. So that's to me a a big thing. That's that's really exciting. Um, the other thing I think that's really exciting is we're starting to see real true data portability. Um, Commonwealth and Care Quality are now these networks that are connecting EHRs together and we're starting to see much easier record sharing. The new ONC rules are on fire, make it really easy to build apps on top of the EHR. So EHR as a platform is becoming a reality and that to me is really exciting because it allows for a lot more innovation uh, with a lot more different companies. So th- those two things I think are the the two biggest things that I'm most excited about coming, coming into the world of digital health right now.
0: Well, Tom, I can't wait to already have you on again and Thank you. Uh, we we can go on some go through some other topics but really appreciate you taking your time here today to to hop on the podcast and chat with me and I'm really looking forward to continuing the
1: conversation moving forward thanks jared nice to be here thanks